just a very, very solemn day, but very, very strange day. One of the students earlier in here in the church praying, and she was saying how, like, this is, this is the only day that we don't have Mass. It's the only day that the Eucharist isn't present in the church. And so, like, it's almost like this is not a church right now. It's a nice building, but, like, without the Eucharist here, it's, what's missing is, like, everything. And so I just encourage you to, to really enter into that, the, the emptiness, the strangeness. So uh, several weeks ago, I watched um, the movie uh, The Joker, the new one, not the, like, the Why So Serious one, but the new Joker and it was very, I don't know, there was something about that movie that was, yeah, very creepy, creepier than the other Joker movie. Um, but just recognizing the theme of that whole movie, this, this guy who is the Joker, before is the Joker, he's, he's someone who's very, like, he's very wounded, um, he's kind of weird, uh, has some kind of mental issue. And throughout the movie, he's humiliated several times. And through that humiliation, through the fact that he is wounded and he identifies with that humiliation, he does the only thing that the culture says is appropriate when you're humiliated, and which is to take vengeance, to have revenge. And so we watch the movie and how the Joker like goes on, he basically goes on a revenge thing and just experiences all of this vengeance like with the people around him who humiliated him. And so we can experience this same thing when we watch tons of different movies and TV shows, the, the main character who is humiliated, what he does is he usually goes and, and the main character gets revenge. And it's usually done through violence. And that's like the normal thing that happens when someone is humiliated in a movie or TV show. But in the Christian context, that's really, really foreign to us. Like if you watch... Uh, I don't know, like Family Guy or South Park, please don't watch those shows. But if you do, like whenever they portray Jesus, they portray him in a very humiliating light. They humiliate the Lord. Um, and in social media, a lot of the times Jesus is humiliated as well. And so how do we respond as Christians? We don't, we don't take vengeance. We don't um, become violent. Um, there's a lot of different sex, different religions that when the main God or whatever is humiliated, there is vengeance that happens. There's revenge that happens. But there's something within us as Christians where even when God is humiliated, we don't respond in revenge. And the reason is this day. The reason is Good Friday. Here is the Lord who is absolutely humiliated for us. Not just humbled. I think a lot of times we think Jesus was humbled on Good Friday. Like Jesus, Jesus is humbled when he is, uh, you know, a baby in the manger. That's Jesus humbled. Or Jesus who is really hungry in the desert. Um, that is the God who is humbled. Or Jesus who is uh, asleep on the boat, very meek and mild. That's Jesus humbled. But today, the main symbol of Christianity is Jesus who is humiliated. Um, even more so than what we see on the crucifix. What we see with the crucifix is very humiliating, but it goes even deeper with what we know um, through history, through the customs of the centurions and the Roman guards. Um, we know that very, very likely Jesus did not have a loincloth. In history, 
in what we know about the customs of the centurions, the Roman government, and how it came to crucifixions, and what is told about what the guards would do to people who were going to be crucified, it's very, very likely um, that centurions urinated on those who were getting ready to be crucified. That it goes even deeper, that our God is absolutely humiliated for our sake. And the reason why is because he's not afraid of our humiliation. This, this God who is humiliated for us, he's not afraid of your humiliation. He's not afraid of your wounds. He's not afraid of the deep, dark things that we are so ashamed of. He's not afraid of those things. And it, it, it's revealed in even just the fact that there is some things like in our hearts that these, these wounds that we've never shared with anyone, that these wounds that only we know that hurt the most. Um, and Jesus even experienced that too. Um, there's a saint called St. Padre Pio, also a saint, St. Bernard of Clairvaux. Both of them had a very special, very unique devotion to Christ and devotion to one of his wounds. They both had a devotion to the wound of the right shoulder of Jesus. The wound of the right shoulder. When we think of wounds, we think of you know, Jesus' hands, his feet, his side. But here is Bernard of Clairvaux and St. Padre Pio who had a special devotion to Jesus' right shoulder. We don't see that wound. St. John Paul II visited St. Padre Pio, which is incredible to think about, that John Paul II was like with Padre Pio. And when he visited Padre Pio, he asked him a simple question. Because Padre Pio had the wounds of Christ, he had the stigmata, John Paul II asked Padre Pio, what, which wound hurts the most? And Padre Pio said, my right shoulder. My right shoulder hurts the most. And what is so incredible about just this devotion or this, this tradition is that here is Jesus who is experiencing a wound that hurts the most, but we do not see. That he carries this wound with him, this humiliation with him that we don't even see. And it's the thing that hurts the most. Guys, I know all of us, we all have that one thing in our hearts, that one wound in our hearts that no one has ever seen, that no one sees at all, and it's the thing that hurts the most. And that can cause so much humiliation within us. It can cause so much isolation. And just to know that even Jesus Christ experienced that wound that no one sees, but it hurts the most. Today, like we know, we have that theological virtue of hope within us where we know what happens on Sunday. Like we have that hope within us going forward, knowing what happens Sunday morning. But like, in, especially in these moments, I would really invite you to let your heart be broken for the Lord. Let your heart be broken for the humiliation of Jesus Christ. But especially um, as we go forward, allow Jesus to enter into that wound that no one else has seen and that hurts the most.